0: on your touch. We have come Lord we have come before With you With our hands open oh, Let your words The, the ancient words, in words. The words fall. that created the heavens and the earth we Let we it impact Let it change us With Let it transform we us heart. We thank you Jesus oh, the ancient world. In father we come before you this afternoon with a prepared heart ready to change spirit of God we ask that you have your way minister to us O oh spirit of God let us not leave the same father with the heaviness we came let us not go back with them them that are here oh lord with infirmities let them not go back with them them that are here with heaviness, with depression, with a spirit of heaviness, with burdens, let us not go back with them. Let the words, the ancient words of God, let it impact. We thank you, Lord. We bless you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Why don't you clap for Jesus as you take your seats. Wonderful. Turn with me to Colossians chapter 4 and verse 17. This is our scripture of the week. Colossians chapter 4 and verse 17. Let's quickly read our scripture of the week. Colossians chapter 4 and verse 17. One, two, three, go. Colossians chapter say to Achilles, take heed to the ministry which thou hast received. I'll fulfill it. Colossians 4, 17. Hallelujah. Wonderful. This was a letter that Paul wrote to the church, the Colossian church, and in this chapter, after the beginning of the introduction, he started sending salutation and greetings from the various people that he's working with just to show you that the work of God is not by only one person. It's an amazing chapter. You must read it. But in, at this point, verse 17, he, as he was just concluding this epistle, as he was concluding the um, letter, he said, And say to Archippus that you take heed of the ministry which you have received in the Lord that thou fulfill it. Take Be careful with the ministry which you have received in the Lord that you fulfill it. Take it seriously. Hallelujah. Take it seriously. You see, any part of the ministry that you have received in the Lord, take it seriously. You have received a part of the ministry to serve, take it seriously. Any part of the ministry that you have received in the Lord, take it seriously. That you fulfill it. That means that you do it. You, you live it. That you respond to the call. Now to fulfill it means that you have done what God is expecting of you. Wow. Do you understand? Yes. So whatever you are doing for the Lord, he says take it seriously. Some of you, your ministry is to come and smile for the pastor. Take it seriously. Don't squeeze your face because you were not happy when you were leaving home. It's not your ministry. As you have come, give me a nice smile. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Take it seriously. If you do not smile, you are not fulfilling your ministry. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So let us read it one more time and then we will try. The very short scripture is a very simple scripture. Let us try it one more time. One, two, three, go. Colossians 4, 17. And say to Archippus, take ye to the ministry which ye have received in the Lord, that thou fulfill it. Say say to your neighbor that thou fulfill it. Amen. Amen. Say that thou fulfill it. it. Hallelujah. If it is seven, say that thou fulfill the seven. Seven. If it is visiting people, that thou fulfill it. Hallelujah. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Okay, let us try to not to look at it if we can take it off or oh, you want one more time yeah. or you are okay? are okay we are okay, it's as simple now say she alone can just stand up and say the scripture yeah. isn't that what she said okay, He like said we are okay we are okay we can alright, let's just say it together so we will help each other one, two, three, go Say to Archippus. Take heed to the ministry that thou hast received in the Lord that thou fulfill it. That is how you have to say it at the end. Amen. Hallelujah. One, two, three. Let's try it one more time. One, two, three. Go. Colossians four seventeen. And said to Archippus. Take heed to the ministry which thou hast received in the Lord, that thou fulfill it. Colossians 4, 17. Hallelujah. Amen. Wonderful. Good church. Good church. Clap for yourselves. Clap for yourselves. You are a wonderful church. Hallelujah. Wonderful. So learn it and apply it to yourself and say, what do I do for the Lord? You see, some of you, you you will not have anything to fulfill. Do you understand? But you say, "What do I do for the Lord?" Is it a smile? Is it my attendance? Some of you, your ministry is to come because you see, if you don't come, there will be no preaching. Yes. Do you understand? If you don't come, like today I, when I beginning, I saw half of the church. I was going to not preach, but I see that they are coming, so I will continue to preach. But try and come early so we will close on time. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. So. Learn this scripture. It's a very powerful scripture and the Lord will bless you. The Lord will speak to you. I have realized that every scripture if you meditate on it you put your heart to it. The Lord will speak to you through that scripture. It is the word of God. Do you understand? It is the word of God. Wonderful. Well we want to continue with our message about Lycos. Do you remember we've been talking about Lycos during our feeding 527. We want to continue with this powerful message, lycos, like And we say lycos like means what? Lay man. It means lay man. It means commonplace man. Or commonplace woman. It means a simple woman. A simple man. Someone that you find is a commonplace. Anywhere you go, you find her. She sits on the train, on the bus, she walks, she crosses the um, street She's everywhere you can... She's just like any other person. That is the kind of person we are talking about. And we say we are all laymen and lay women. We say laymen and it covers you too. Don't say, because they say laymen, you are not part of it as a woman. It covers all of us. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. Today, I want us to... I believe you are finished reading the book. And we have... How many weeks do we have left? Just two weeks and we are done. So... Um, I I encourage you to read it yourself, you know, because we cannot finish the whole book in church as much as we are trying. Today, I want us to share a message from chapter 7, how to share the burden with lay people. How to share the burden with lay people. Do you want to know how to share the bedding with lay people? Yes. Do you think the bedding ought to be shared with yes. lay people? Yes. Who are lay people? Us. Us. Oh, what a church. Clap for yourselves. Clap for yourselves. You see, it means that you are learning something. Yes. Claudia, it means that you are learning. You remember what you have learned. Hallelujah. Amen. Wonderful. So, how to share the bedding? With us, say, let's say, how to share the burden with us. us. Now, say, how to share the burden with me. me. Tell your neighbor, I want to learn how the burden can be shared with me. me. Do you want to know? Do you see that the burden ought to be shared with you? We ought to share the burden with you. Hallelujah. The church work ought to be shared. And it is not for one person. Hallelujah. The work of God is not for one person. It ought to be shared. Amen. It ought to be shared. So we are sharing about how to share the burden with lay people. People like us. Simple people. We say commonplace people. People who have no experience. Didn't we say that? People who have no skill. People who are not trained. People who do not have certificate. Do you have a certificate in ministry? No. 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 Amen. Amen. I didn't have a certificate in ministry when I began doing the ministry work. I I was doing the ministry work without a certificate. Amen. Amen. And then they gave me a certificate. But with or without it, I will do the work of God. Do you understand? You don't wait to get a certificate before you do the work of God. We say it is, layman is someone who is not a professional. You are not a professional. Now, I'm not saying, because some of you are lawyers, some of you are electricians, some of you are um, professional, Teachers. teachers, you are professional, a lot of things, engineers, Homemaker, professional homemakers, and so on and so on. We are not talking about that area. We are talking about the area of ministry, that you are not a professional in this area. Do you understand? Wonderful. Turn with me to Numbers chapter 11 and verse 16. That is where we are reading. Numbers chapter 11 and verse 16. It says, And the Lord said unto Moses, who did the Lord say something to? Moses. Who was the Lord speaking to? Moses. Is this a message to everyone? No, no. Who was the Lord talking to? Moses. The Lord was speaking to Moses. He says, and the Lord said unto Moses, gather unto me 70 men of the elders of Israel. Do you think there were only 70 men? elders in Israel? There were probably a lot of elders in Israel. But he said, gather unto me seventy men of the elders of Israel whom thou knowest. Whom thou knowest. Amen. Amen. Whom thou knowest. He says, call unto me gather unto me 70 men of the elders of Israel whom thou knowest who knows who was god expecting to know the elders moses moses are these some of these microphones on wonderful do you understand god was talking to moses and he says gather unto me 70 men of the elders of israel Among the elders, select 70 that you know, you Moses, that you know to be the elders of the people. Do you understand the word of God? God was speaking to Moses. And he says, gather unto me 70 men of the elders of Israel that you know. God did not seek anyone's opinion. Do you understand the word of God? God did not ask For opinion pool. And ask. Opinion leaders. Who do we think is fit for the job? Who do we think qualifies. To be an elder. Who do we think. Qualifies to be selected. God was talking to Moses. Amen. Amen. God was talking to Moses. God did not seek any man's opinions. He says, gather unto me 70 men of the elders of Israel whom thou knowest. Your opinion. What you think. I don't care who you select. I don't, as long as you say this one, that one, that one, that one. That is what I want. There may have been other opinion leaders who knew some elders who could have selected some elders, but God did not seek their opinion. Amen. He says, whom thou knowest to be the elders of the people and officers of them and bring them unto the tabernacle of the congregation that they may stand there with thee. Amen. Amen. That they may stand there with thee. God was seeking Moses. God was asking Moses to select in his own mind who he thinks can stand with him do you understand okay. now I believe that there were uh, some elders that some of the people knew certain things about them yes. yeah. that if they were to look they would say <laughs> not this one he <laughs> said Pastor Moses if you are selecting people not this one I can tell you three reasons why he should not be the, reason, the person to select Moses may not have known about the things they are saying about this person. Moses may not have known about this person's activity that this person, he has even tried to sleep with some of the girls in the camp. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? This person, he had made attempt, he tried this person, he tried that one. If you are looking for someone to do the work of, not, not this person. But God did not ask them. Ask the people, whom they think, who are the ones with the original character, who are the ones who have, who have perfect hey. attendance, hey. who are the ones who have been around, who are the ones who are this. He asked the pastor, he says, in your own mind, select 70 people and bring them. That's all. That's all. That's all. Do you understand? Select 70 people and bring them, that they may stand there with thee. And I will come down and talk with thee there. I will come down and talk with thee, you, there. And I will take the Spirit which is upon you, and I will take the Spirit which is upon thee, and I will put it upon them. Those 70 that you select. I will put the Spirit not. God didn't say his spirit. It's not God's spirit. God has anointed Moses. God has given Moses power. Do you understand? Even Moses, if they had asked you which one God should choose, you probably would have said, not Moses. Do you understand? But God chose him, and in him, there is power. There is a spirit that God admires. And God is going to use that same spirit and place that same spirit upon 70 others. Amen. Amen. So Moses may have gone around and says, you come with me. You come, you, 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 and counted 70 of the people. Now sometimes the pastor may say, I need you to do this and I need you to do that and I need you to do that. You may not know that it's the direction of God that is leading the pastor to choose you to do this. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? And you take, there are some of you that I have assigned to do something and you didn't take it seriously. You have no idea that you are missing your call. You see, these 70 men, these 70 men, Moses selected them. Some of them may have not come. They wouldn't know that it is God who had asked Moses to select them. It is the pastor's opinion. It is the pastor's assessment of who qualifies to be part of the 70. None of the congregation. God did not ask Aaron. God did not ask Miriam. God did not ask any of the elders. God did not ask anyone, but he asked Moses. He didn't ask Korah. He didn't ask um, Dayton. He didn't ask Abiram. He asked Moses. Whom do you think? Who are among the elders? There were elders. There were elders who have been there. But it says among the elders of Israel, select 70. Choose 70. Whom you know? Whom you know? Whom you know? Not what I don't know about the person, but what I know about the person. I am choosing them based on what I know about the person. Not, about, not based on what you know about the person. Is somebody understanding the word of God this afternoon? And bring them. And bring them. All I need. All I need from you is to just bring those 70. Just choose the 70. And bring them. Hallelujah. Beloved, God can work with any one of you who the pastor chooses. God can work with any one of you. If the pastor sees you, it doesn't matter what the pastor has seen. Sometimes you don't even know why the pastor is asking you to do this. And among your friends, they are even telling you directly or indirectly that you are the wrong choice. But the pastor has chosen you. Amen. Is somebody understanding the word of God? But the pastor says, I I, I want you to be the one to do this. And stand there with thee. And I will come down and talk with thee there. And I will take the spirit which is upon thee. The spirit which is upon you. The spirit which is upon you. And will put it upon them. When I do that, it says, and they shall bear the burden of their people with thee, that thou bear it not thyself alone. Wow. Hallelujah. Amen. Clap for God. Clap for God. Clap for God. Wow. You see, so anyone, you see, Moses needed help. Moses needed help. And God knows that the pastor needs help. God knows that this ministry work, it is not for one person. God knows that Moses alone cannot fulfill the calling. God knows that Moses alone cannot lead the people to the promised land. And so he says, choose 70. Choose 70 amongst them. Can you give me a little volume so I don't have to... um Hallelujah. Amen. Choose 70 amongst them and bring them to me. Anyone, anyone who can be a true helper, anyone who can be a true helper to the pastor, anyone who can be a true helper to the ministry, must have the same spirit that is upon the pastor. Must have is a must. Anyone who, any pastor who is going to be a successful pastor and do well in lighthouse must have the same spirit that is upon the bishop. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? You must have the same spirit that is upon the bishop. You must have the same voice that the bishop speaks. You must say the same things. Amen. You must do the same thing. If you try to do anything differently, it will not work. It says, I will place the spirit that is upon you, upon them. I will take that spirit and place upon them that they will bear the burden with thee. They will bear the burden with thee. That thou bear the burden, not thyself alone. You cannot bear the burden all by yourself. Amen. Amen. Irene, I cannot bear all the burden by myself. I need you to bear the burden with me. Hallelujah. I need you to bear the burden with me. Michael, I need you to bear the burden with me. I cannot bear the burden all by myself. God knows that I cannot bear the burden all by myself. Hallelujah. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? You see, one of the most difficult tasks in life is to lead people. You see, if you have not led people before, you will not know how difficult it is to lead people. Moses delivered the Israelites from bondage, but struggled to lead them to the promised land. Hallelujah. You see, it is sometimes easy that a pastor preaches and you give your life to Christ. But it is a struggle to continue to lead a person until the Lord comes. To continue to lead a person that that person remains committed, that that person remains a Christian, that that person remains loyal, that person continues to serve the Lord until the Lord comes. It is very difficult. It is very difficult. As you are leading them, as you are leading them, you will realize that some of them will fall to deception. Some of them will turn against you. Some of them will be offended. But you see, your goal as a pastor is to lead them to the promised land. Your goal is nothing but to lead them to the promised land. And along the way, you see that some of them have fallen. And as a pastor, it is supposed to be your goal, it's supposed to be your responsibility to lead all these people to the promised land. The pastor's goal is to lead all of you to heaven. That you will die in Christ. That if the Lord were to come today, you will still be serving him. Amen. 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 Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? And that is a big responsibility. And God saw that if one man attempts to do this work, if one man is trying to do this, he will break down. He will crash. One man cannot do it. Hallelujah! One man cannot do it. That is why if the pastor was not able to call you and brother Jeff called you, it is the work. It's supposed to be accepted. And you should not be angry that the pastor did not call me. But all this while I've not been there, but the pastor did not call me. But this brother called you. It's supposed to be accepted because that spirit that is upon the pastor is the same spirit that is upon him because god knows that one man cannot do it if one man tries to do it a lot of you will fall if one man tries to lead all of you to heaven a lot of you will fall it is a struggle when one man tries to lead all the people amen that is why you must share the burden with the pastor or you know what that is why you must share the burden with the pastor That is why you must look at your right hand side and say, who was supposed to sit here? That didn't come. That is why you're supposed to look behind you and say, who was supposed to sit here? That didn't come. That did not come. Should a pastor alone call all these people and find out what is wrong with them, it is your burden also, not the pastor's burden alone. Hallelujah. Because God realized that not one person, not any one person, not even Moses that God himself met, God met and God spoke to him. God gave him powerful miracles. God showed him wonderful things. He had the voice of God himself. Even him, God says he cannot do it alone. Even him. God says you cannot do it alone. You need Claudia to do it with you. Amen. 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 You need Emmanuel. To do it with you. You need Auntie B. So if the pastor could not come and Auntie B came, it is the same spirit that is upon her. It is the same spirit that is upon her. Amen. It is, is upon her. it is the same spirit that is upon her. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? Because God knows that one person cannot do it. One person cannot do it. Yes, you are born again, but if we are going to lead you to get to heaven, one person cannot do it. Amen. Amen. But the person that can do it must have the same spirit. He must have the same spirit. Hallelujah. You see, Joab, David's servant, David's armor bearer, he was a helper, but he did not have the same spirit. He was helping Joab, but he did not have the same spirit. Sometimes there are people who are helping, but they don't have the same spirit. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? But we ought to have the same spirit. Amen. 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 We ought to have the same spirit. Hallelujah. It is difficult to lead people. That is why we need more people with that same spirit helping to lead the people. He says, they were too difficult for him to handle. The people were too difficult for Moses to handle. Hallelujah. Moses' job of leading difficult people is the job that all pastors have to do. Do you understand? The job of leading people, that was Moses' job. That is a job for all pastors. It is a difficult job. And The pastor needs a lot of people to help. Hallelujah. God graciously gave Moses spectacular and sensational miracles. These signs and wonders helped to establish his authority over God's flock. In spite of this, the burden of leading the people was more than he alone could carry. The Bible calls it a burden. Hallelujah. It is a burden. It is a burden. And that is what it is. Leading people is a burden. Leading people is difficult. Hallelujah. Leading people is difficult. It says Moses eventually succumbed to the pressures of leading difficult people and lost his chance to enter the promised land. Amen. Amen. You see, you ought to avoid being a difficult person so that you don't let the pastor miss heaven. Isn't that so? Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? You see, you, you says that because of the difficult people, Moses, he missed the promised land. Amen. Because of the difficulty of the people, because of your stubbornness, because of your behavior, because of your somewhereness, because of the way you talk, because of the way you do things, because you don't come to church, you are making the pastor now miss heaven. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Your behavior, difficult behavior, I said the difficulty of the people is what caused Moses to lose The promised land. Avoid being a difficult person by sharing the burden. The way to not become a difficult person is by sharing the burden. When you took a part of the burden upon yourself, you will not become a difficult person. Amen. You see, if we all make our minds that we want to move this, we want to move this altar to the back and it is made of lead very heavy and we want to move it to the back you see if you are sitting down and then you see four of us trying to lift this and bringing it to the back you will see that three weeks from today you will come and we have only moved it here and then you will complain you will say, ah, how long is it going to take them to move this simple thing to the back?" Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Why do you think the, po- the people could not move it to the back in one week, but f- four weeks, three weeks, they have moved it only here. Why? But why do you think the four people couldn't move it? Because it is heavy. Because it is heavy. Now, you will never know how heavy it is until you join in to move the thing. You will never know how heavy it is until you join to move it. Now, when you join to move it, you will never complain why after four weeks this thing is still here. You will never complain. You will never say anything about it. Amen. Amen. The reason why you are complaining is because the thing is very heavy. And you don't know. You are sitting down. You don't know. You don't, if, you were, if you were with us when we were rehearsing last week. If you were with us when we were rehearsing, you would never complain why they are singing the song the way they are. Because if you were with us, you would have known how difficult this song is to sing by a group. But because you are not there, you because you are not part of it, that is why you are complaining. You see, you have become a difficult person because you are not sharing the burden. You are not part of the you program. You are not part of what we are doing. And so you have become a difficult person. You have become a complainer. You have become a critic. You sit down and you criticize because you are not part of it and you don't know how difficult it is. Is somebody understanding the word of God this afternoon? Tell your neighbor, become a burden sharer. And avoid being difficult. Amen. Avoid being difficult. Make every effort to avoid being a difficult church member by sharing the burden. Beloved, put your hands, get something to do in the church you realize you become very easy to handle you realize that you will not need a pastor to be calling you all the time because you are doing part because you share the burden you realize you don't need a pastor to call you before you come to church the reason why the pastor has to call you every other weekend for so you come to church because you are not sharing the burden that is the only reason it's because you are not sharing the burden If you are the one who leads praise and worship, there is no way that I... Have I called you to come to church before? Have I called you to come to come to church before? Have I called you to come to church before? The reason why you don't come early also is because you don't share the burden. So do you realize that the reason why you are a difficult church member is because you don't share the burden? avoid, don't let the pastor go to hell. Don't let the pastor go to hell by sharing the burden. When you share the burden, the work will be easy for the pastor. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing? Matthew 18 and verse 16. Look at that. Matthew sixteen, verse eighteen, verse eight, eighteen, verse sixteen. Matthew eighteen, sixteen. Let's read from the NIV eighteen and verse sixteen. It says, But if He will, if he will not listen. No, I think I gave you the wrong scripture. Matthew, let me look for it. If it's 16 and 18. Hallelujah. Are you being blessed by the message? Or you don't like my message? you don't like it, that is what is on the menu. (laughs) Okay, let me see if I find that scripture for you. Right, I will look for that scripture and I will share it with you. It's a very powerful scripture, but I will find it and share with you. Amen. Amen. Leading people is a real burden. It is a difficult task to lead people. It is a difficult task to lead people. If you have a pastor's heart, you will love the people. You cannot dissociate yourself from their problems. Do you understand? You see, if you have a pastor's heart, you cannot dissociate yourself from the people's problems. Before I was, I, I was a pastor, you know, I didn't carry a lot of people's burden with me. I didn't carry a lot of people's problems with me. But now I have realized that I can wake up in the middle of the night and it's because of somebody's problem. Do you understand? The Lord can wake me up at all hours to pray about somebody's issue. If you have a pastor's heart, you you will bear the people's burden with you. The people's burden will become your burden. This, This weekend when I went away, the place I was, it was three hours behind where we are. And people had issues and they have woken up in the morning, and they called me. And it was three hours. They, their, issue was, their issue came up, maybe 7 o'clock. So when they called me, it was 4 o'clock for me. Do you understand? And you, as a pastor, you have to bear the burden at that moment. You see, those of you who called me 7 o'clock, check your phone later on. You'll see that. When I was talking to you, it was 4 a.m. for me. It was 4 a.m. You see, you woke up in the morning, 7 o'clock, I needed to talk to the pastor. It was 4 a.m. for me. You see, when you are a pastor, you bear the people's burden with you. You bear the people's burden. Hallelujah. Their problems will become your problems, and their burdens will affect you. When God uses you to minister a large number of people, he expects you to share the burden. Amen. Amen. To share the burden. You see, sometimes you may, you, 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 you may want to bear the people's burden, all of them. But you alone, you alone cannot bear them. As much as you would want to. God knows that you alone cannot bear them. Hallelujah. God knows that you alone cannot bear them. Amen. Share the burden and have a larger church. We need to share the burden so we have a larger church. No one should be excluded. If we are going to move forward as a church, no one should be excluded. Hallelujah. I say, if we are going to have a larger church, no one should be excluded. Now, the reason, some of the reasons why people don't share the burden is that they, have, they don't trust people. Make yourself trustable. May you be trusted. Make yourself a trusted person so that you can share the burden. The other reasons why people don't share the burden is that many senior pastors fear their assistants will outshine them one day. What a shock. Jesus said, he says, greater works than this shall you do also. So if Jesus was expecting us to do even greater works than he was doing, then why should any pastor worry that your assistants should outshine you? It should never be the case. Tell your neighbor, it should never be the case. case. Amen. Amen. So, how to share the burden? How to share the burden? Number one, lay people will help you deal with ungrateful and forgetful sheep. When, When you are a lay person, you will help the pastor deal with ungrateful and forgetful sheep. When you have the heart of the pastor and you have the spirit of the pastor, and you are working with the pastor, and you are doing the work with the pastor, you will help the pastor to deal with ungrateful and forgetful sheep. Hallelujah. Church members can be very ungrateful. You will notice ungratefulness in people by the way they complain. Moses led the Israelites out of bondage and slavery, and yet they murmured and complained bitterly against him. Aaron even had to make a golden calf to calm the people down. Hallelujah. Let it not be you. I say, let it not be you. Church members, if something goes wrong, that is how you will know how church members are. You see, when things are going on well, you will not know how church members are. But when something goes wrong, then you know how they are. Many quickly will forget what you have done for them. Many church members will easily forget what you have done for them. One day we came for an all-night prayer meeting. And after that all night, there was someone, a couple, whose marriage was beastly. They were on the verge of divorce. And after all night, this, this was the time we used to come here, 11 p.m. and we closed at 4 a.m. When we left here, it was about 5 a.m. Then we went to this couple's house. We were there all morning, all morning. Talking, 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 talking all morning. And finally, they agreed to stay together and resolve their issues. One day, day, day. that church member whose marriage, as it was broken or as it was on the verge of divorce, by the grace of God, God used us to put it together. He rose up and said, I can't receive from you anymore. I cannot receive from you anymore. And the person left. Hey, what? Just like that. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? So if you, if you, if you, be, you you share the burden with the pastor, and you are doing the work, and then you are supporting the pastor, you make the pastor. You see the reason why I am standing strong, and I am working, and I'm still preaching is because of you. Because you are here today. Because you are a, <laughs> a burden sharer. Because you are with me. If I didn't have people like you and everyone was like him, there will be no church. And I will not pastor again and I will resign and and I will lose heaven. Don't let the pastor, tell your neighbor, don't let the pastor go to hell. Look at what they did to Jeremiah. Allow me to share this briefly and look at what they did to Jeremiah. Jeremiah chapter 18 and verse 18. Jeremiah chapter 18 and verse 18. Look quickly. He says, they said, come, let us make plans against Jeremiah. Look at church members. The prophet Jeremiah. They say, come, let us make plans against Jeremiah. You see, that is what happens in your cars and in your homes, on your phones. Let us make plans against the pastor. You see, sometimes you don't say it like that, but your mind every conversation you are having is making plans plans against the pastor. He says, come, let us make plans against Jeremiah for the teaching of the law by the priest will not be lost. If Jeremiah is not there, we will not lose the teaching of the law by a priest. If this pastor is not here, we will have another pastor. You see, this is what they were saying. Nor will counsel from the wise. We are not going to not have anyone to counsel. You think he's the only wise person in the church? This is what they were saying. Not the word from the prophet. There will be another pastor to preach to us. Let us make plans against him. So come, let's attack him with our tongues. And pay no attention to anything he says. This is in the Bible. Church members. This is church members. Verse 19. It says... Listen to me, O Lord. This is Jeremiah's prayer to the Lord. Listen to me, O Lord. Hear what my accusers are saying. Should good be repaid with evil? You answer. Should good be repaid with evil? Should good be repaid with evil? Yet they have dug a pit for me. Remember that I stood before you and spoke in their behalf. To turn your wrath away from them. Remember Lord. That I stood before you. So give their children over to famine. Hand them over to power of the sword. Let their wives be made childless. And widows. Kill their husbands. Kill all of them. Let their men be put to death. Their young men slain by the sword in battle. Lord for what they are doing to me. He says let a cry be heard from their houses. When you suddenly... Bring invaders against them. Bring poverty. Let bills, 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 bills come upon them. Kill them with bills. Let them invade them. Let debt collectors come after them. For they have dug a pit to capture me and have hidden snares for my feet. They have set traps for me. Amen. Listen, God is not happy when we are not grateful. When God does good to us, he expects us to do something for him. We have very little time, but I want us to read this scripture. And then we will go home. Isaiah chapter 5. Isaiah chapter 5 and verse 1. He says, now will I sing to my beloved a song of my beloved touching his vineyard. My well-beloved hath a vineyard in a very fruitful hill. My well-beloved hath a vineyard in a very fruitful hill. Listen to me very carefully. And he fenced it and gathered out the stones thereof. That means he removed the stones He says, my well-beloved had a vineyard in a very fruitful hill. And he fenced it. He built a hedge. He protected it. And gathered out the stones. Remove all the stones thereof. And planted it with the choicest vine. And built a tower in the midst of it. And also made a wine press within. Hallelujah. Now listen, if you cultivate a vineyard, you build this beautiful garden, not in any ordinary place. You didn't just build it any ordinary place. But it says in a very, not a fruitful hill, but in a very fruitful hill. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? In a very fruitful hill, God is giving us a great description of our lives. He says, you cultivate a vineyard, not in any ordinary place, not in any ordinary hill, not in just a fruitful hill, but in a very fruitful hill. And you build a fence around it. You build a fence around it. That means you protected it. A fence is there 24-7. The Lord is protecting you 24-7. The Lord's covering is around you 24/7. Amen. Unlike other vineyards, unlike other vineyards, they have no fence around it. They are built anywhere. And they are, they fall to they fall prey to any wild animal. Do you understand? Yes. That means you are protected 24/7 against thieves, against wild animals, against all sorts of adversity. You provide protection, covering. Wherever you are, there is 24-7 covering around you. There is a fence around you. People are dying in their sleeps. People don't wake up from sleep. They say they bleed in their head. God has protected you. He has built a fence around you. You went to bed and you rose up. There are people who went to bed. They didn't wake up. I know some personally. Not one, not two, not three. More than that. Young people just like you and I. Healthy people. People who went to work the night before just like you. They came, they slept, they didn't wake up. I am telling you. God has built such a fence around you, protecting you. Your God, he neither slumbers. He's not asleep, watching over you 24-7. People die on the same highways that you drove. People die in the same building that you went to. The other day, you see the manhole that is on the street that you walk past by all the time. Somebody just as was crossing the street, he stepped in it, and then he fell inside and died. You may have stepped on that thing before many times. But God has protected you. Amen. People are fired from their jobs every third day. You have never heard of being fired before. You always have a job. You always have a job. Hallelujah. And he said, he gathered out the stones. He gathered out the stones. That means he removed the hard and difficult situations in your life. He removed, he gathered out the stones. He took out the stones. Amen. Amen. He gathered out the stones. I don't know about you, but me personally... God has removed some hard stones from my life. God has removed some hard stones out of my life. Difficult situations, impossible situations that God has removed from my life. He gathered these hard stones. Some of you, your marriage was on the verge of being broken. But God has put it back together. Amen. Some of you, you never thought, you never thought in your life that you ever even be in this country. You never thought, you never dreamt. If you saw movies and you saw things, you saw people coming, right, flying in aeroplanes and things like that, it was just something that you could just see. You never thought, you never thought that you would ever come here. Amen. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Yes. I said, God has removed hard stones, hard stones. Some of you, some of you, you never thought you have a child to call you mother, mommy, mommy. That a, a child will call you mommy. That was, that, was, that was a fantasy. You never thought. You never thought. You never thought. Mother's Day was a dreadful day for you. Mother, when Mother's Day is coming, it was a dreadful day for you. You never thought. God has removed some hard stones, very hard stones, impossible situations. God has made them possible for you. He says he gathered out, he gathered out the stones, he gathered out the stones. A fool woman, but you never thought that a, a, a child will call you mother. You never thought, Father's Day was a dreadful day for some of us. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? But God gathered out, he says he gathered out these hard stones. Gathered out these hard stones. Hallelujah. Yes. Gathered out these hard stones. Your immigration issue was a very, I know some of you, I'm, a, I'm your pastor. Some of you, as you discuss your immigration issues, I didn't see a way out. I didn't see how. Even the lawyers told you that this case is impossible. The lawyers told you. You were looking for somebody. The person has run away. You can't find the person. The person had no address. The person had no phone. I said, I'm your pastor. And we believe God and we pray. And you remove such hard stones. You, see, you don't remember. I am bringing back your mind. I'm bringing your minds back. I'm bringing your minds back. Difficult situations. Difficult situations. Hard stones. Hard stones. stones. Amen. 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 Some of your situations have been very difficult. If you look back where you are coming from. It was a very hard stone. Your presence here, sometimes you, yourself, you pinch yourself and say, am I really here? Here, here. Am I really here? What I'm seeing. You pinch yourself and you wake up. Some of you young people, you have no idea where you would have been born. You would have been born in some village. You would have been born in some places. You would have smelled some gata, gata, gata. You don't know. You have no idea. You have no idea. You have no idea. You, you're speaking with some accent. You have no idea where you would have been born. You have no idea where you would have been born. You, 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 you say, I don't want this soap. I don't I don't want this soap. It makes my skin itchy. You would have bent with kiss soap, key soap, key soap. You would have bent with don't touch me. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. You don't even know what it is. It is a kind of soap, a kind of soap. As you are touching the soap, the soap moves away from you. You are touching the soap, the soap moves away. It says, Don't touch me. Some of the stones, some of the soup that you would have bathed with, they throw like stones. They will hit you with the stone. You have no idea where the Lord has brought you. He says he removes such hard stones from your life. Hard stones from your life. Hallelujah. Hard stones from your life. You were in some hard situations. Some of you were in very hard situations. But God, in his own miraculous ways, in his own miraculous ways, out of mercy, out of grace, selected you, you, you in particular, amongst your siblings. Amongst your look, 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 amongst your friends, amongst your classmates. You see, the way you will know, the way you will know the hearthstone is to look back and look at some of your classmates where they are today. Some of your friends where they are today. some of your friends some of you, you you are here and your, your mother was here your father was here your uncle was here your auntie was here they you have no idea because you thought they are forgotten about you but you don't know that what they were going through was a hard stone even to bring you here it was a hard stone very hard situation you have no idea and god removed such stones god removed such stones. God removes such stones from your life. You you, you go to a place to buy food. Food that you have used your money to buy, they put on leaf for you to eat. It's on a green leaf. You pay your own money. Today you say, I don't like this plate. I don't like that plate. I don't like this. This plate is cheap. I don't like it. You would have eaten on a leaf. 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 Green leaves. Green leaves. You know how they clean the green leaves? They clean the leaves like this. They clean with your clothes, and then they put your food on it, and then they give it to you to eat. You have no idea, hard stone, stone, that God has delivered you from. Hard stone, hard stone, stone. You say, you say, what are some of the water that they say? You say, I don't like. Which are the, the brand waters that they have here? What are they? You say, I like. I don't like Polar Spring. I don't like, what, what else? Aquina. I, don't, I like Aquina. I don't like polar Spring. I love carbonated water. I don't like this. I don't like this. You have no idea. You will drink water from the ground. 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 You will drink water from the ground. You go to the store and you say, what, 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 what cream should I use to do my hair? This one, no, not that one. Not this one. There was only one, 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 one. You see, God has, God has removed some hard stones from your life. You know, I have too much to share with you. I have too much, too much, too much to share with you. Amen. You see, they they, they they did your hair, they perm your hair, and it wasn't soft enough. You know, there's a special cream they put in your hair; the whole hair comes out. You have no idea. You have no idea what I'm talking about. You people, you are you have no idea. Hard stones, hard stones. God has removed from your life hard stones. Now ask yourself, you see, when the Lord asked me to reflect on these stones, when the Lord asked me to reflect on these stones, I broke into tears. I broke into tears. I was in a hotel room and I broke down. I broke into tears. And I said, Lord, forgive me. Now why would God do all these things for you? Why will God do all these things for you? Why will God do all these things for you? Our time is up. I have a few things to share with you. Next week we'll continue. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Next week I'll tell you why God did all these things for you. I'll tell you why. Stand to your feet. Father, we are thankful. Oh, we are thankful. We are thankful. Lord, forgive us. Why would you plant us on such fruitful land? On such fruitful fields? On a fruitful field? On a fruitful field? On a fruitful field? A very fruitful field? With a choicest vine. Oh, with a choicest vine. Specially selected choicest vine. Choices, fine. Lord, the children that you have <laughs> given us. Oh Lord, our health. Father, the land that you have brought us in. The hard stones that you have removed from our lives. Why? 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 Beloved, have you asked yourself, come. why? Why you? Why you? Why are you, why are you, why are you alive today? Why are you alive today? Why, you? Why, are you? why are you? why are you? Why are you? Why you? Why you? Oh, Jesus. Why you? Why you? Why you? Why you? Why you? Why you? Why me, your God? Why me? Why me? Why me? Why me? Why me? What about the others? The others? Just like me who are not alive today. The others? Just like me. Who wanted what I want that they don't have? Why? 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 Oh. I take, I, take I take pleasure in worshiping. I take pleasure in worshiping. I take pleasure in worshiping. You, Lord, know. think I will come. Oh, come and walk down at your feet,
1: Lord
0: Jesus, in your presence. Reflect, reflect, reflect Reflect, reflect There have been some hard stones Hard stones that God has removed from your life He has removed certain hard stones from your life Oh There is nothing that compares to you, O Lord. Father, for all that you have done for us. Lord, for what purpose and for what reason? That we are alive today, O God. We of all people, O Lord, that we are alive today. Father, we are grateful to you. We are thankful to you. Thank you, Lord. We are grateful. We thank you, Father, for taking us back and reflecting, oh God. You say you planted your vineyard on a very fruitful hill, on a special hill. Lord, you have planted us on a very fruitful hill and you planted with a choicest vine and you build a fence around us Father, for what purpose and for what reason? We are thankful, Lord, and we are grateful. We pray, Lord, that your spirit will continue to teach us and to minister to us in the name of Jesus. If there's anyone here this afternoon, you are not born again, you want to give your life to Jesus, if that is you, you want to give your life to Jesus with all eyes closed and every head bowed. Beloved, lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. With all eyes closed and every head bowed, you are here this afternoon. You want to give your life to Jesus. Lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. Anyone here like that, do not leave this place without giving your life to Jesus. If you were to die today, you don't know where you will go. If you were to die today, you don't know where you will be. If that is you, I want you to give your life to Jesus this afternoon. Before you leave this place, anyone here like that, Father, we are thankful and grateful. We thank you, Lord, for our salvation. We thank you, Lord, for this great gift that you have given us. We thank you, Lord. You all join me and say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, thank you for dying for me. Thank you for dying for me. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I have sinned against you. I have sin against you. Lord, Jesus, Lord Jesus. I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you died for my sins. I believe you, died for my sins. I believe you rose again on the third day. I believe you rose again on the third day. Please forgive me of my sins. Please forgive me of my sins. This afternoon. I welcome, you into my life. I welcome you into my life. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus be, my Lord. be my Lord. Be my Master. Be my Savior. Please write my name in the book of life. In the book of life. Thank, you, Jesus, Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. For saving me. In Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Amen. 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 Why don't you give a loud clap of praise to the Lord as you take your seats. You may be seated. Them. Please, please, please. We hope you have been blessed immensely by this message. Join us at 1734 Williamsbridge Road in the Bronx on Sunday afternoons and Tuesday evenings. For copies of this and other messages, contact us via email at lci.com b r o n x at gmail.com